So you want to do music? Oh no, we're doing thing. Oh. We're doing. We're definitely. Didn't doing... Neo just? Wasn't he in the news recently? Didn't he say something? Yes, he what, was. What did, he, what did he say? Why y'all look at me? Because you brought him up. You must know no, him. No, I'm saying because I like I his song. I think he said something to some. Was it about the Jews or something? But oh, some other God. actor called him out on the comments. Everyone else says something about the Jews. Everyone's always yeah. talking about the Jews. There he is. No, he said he he'll never be okay with gender affirming characters. Oh, oh yeah, kids. so he says he'll never talk about identity and stuff he, like that. Okay like, for gender affirming care for kids. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna He's take doubling a, down. I'm, gonna take a I'm pretty sure he said it, then apologized, and then doubled back down. I'm gonna take a strong stance right now. Somebody called him out in his comments, or somebody liked his post, and it was like, oh, they're supporting mm-hmm. him. So it was like apparently the actress put him out of the bus, or something like that. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, I don't disagree. Maybe, since, you know, because people choose to ignore the fact that gender dysphoria is a real thing now, and they're like, let's ignore it. It's not medical, even though it is a mental it issue. Is. When it's, somebody comes to the ER or yeah. goes to the hospital, and you come telling yourself, the doctor, hey, I don't think I'm a male or I'm a female, this slavery gender dysphoria. It's in the DSM-5, and people say, oh, this same thing as being gay. It's really not. Being gay is like, I'm sorry, I said I was going to mention it. I'm not mentioning me being gay. I'm mentioning gay in general. <laughs> you um, just said I'm not mentioning me being gay. I, I am just sitting here quietly listening. <laughs> I'm just talking about being gay in general. It used to be in DSM-5 as well. That's the sexuality. It's not like you're not physically changing anything about you. You're not like, you know what will make me feel better today? If I cut off. There are people who also feel the need to cut off their limbs. And that's the same. So what's the difference between me feeling like, I don't like my arm. I want to cut it off. And me saying, I don't like my dick. I want to cut it off. It's the same thing. But, like, one of those things, like, I understand, like, when it comes to gender dysphoria, most of the time people grow out of it. Or if they don't grow out of it, the best thing to take care of it is, the medication for it is the hormones and the social transition. My issue, which I had a long conversation about this at work the other day, I have no problem with people doing that. My issue, I mean, I have an issue with people trying to do it to their kids. But I have an issue with people who don't want to, because when you transition, you transition to to other gender and you want to incorporate yourself into society people don't want to incorporate themselves into society anymore they want society to evolve around them them, and like i don't give a fuck i don't have time for that i don't even have like time for normal people things i'm not gonna sit here and have you like oh you dyed your hair blue now you're a different gender now you're a zezer now you identify as a fairy no that sounds mentally ill it if is. I come up to you as like I identify as a fairy or a frog. As a chicken. As a chicken. And I know it sounds like I'm making jokes, but you look at TikTok and stuff, there's a bunch of people saying shit like this. And they're legitimately. Well, I, not, work, I work I work at just, a liberal I just watched some videos. What's it called? Y C T A. It's What's like that? or it's some now it's like there's this whole it's small but it's growing of people who are like, Oh now I can like change my appearance and be a different race altogether. Oh yeah, I, I it's did like transracial. I watch it without you. I probably did both. I probably watched it. You might have sent it to me. I sent it to you. Somebody sent it to me. One of us sent it. I know I watched it and I know I I end up seeing it inside my text message. But yeah, like that's like the new thing, the whole transracial thing, which is also a mental illness. That's a, that's not even a fad. That's a mental illness. But honestly, people have been doing that for so long before that. Like look at people like, um, fucking, what's her name? Big butt, big butt girl. Married to black dudes. Big butt girl. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. All the Kardashians try to make themselves look black in the best way. I mean, that's why they all have black boyfriends. I mean, black baby daddies. Besides, what's her name? The big one? What's the big one's name? Chloe? Chloe. Her baby daddy's black. There's no, a rumor that she's OJ's kid. One. Yes. Clearly. They she's look big alike. as fuck. 
She's big as fuck. She's clearly black. There was this one. This, she took a picture. She was like, oh, I want to take a picture of my natural hair without doing anything to it. That the shit curls. was so fucking curly. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, bitch, you have black. <laughs> She's OJ's it's, daughter. It's funny because like everyone bullied her for being the one who looked different because she had a bunch of black features. So she had all this plastic surgery to make herself look more white. All her sisters had plastic surgery to make themselves look more black. It's utterly ridiculous. You know, it's funny. A lot of black guys I know when they were attracted to any of them, the first one was always Chloe, and then Kim. The other two don't matter, but Chloe and Kim. I don't know why we're talking about this now. No, no, you're. But yeah, no, like no, it's, it's relevant. You, no, you're yeah. discussing mental health and yeah, different things. Racial. Yeah, I mean this this can get a little controversial, but it's like, are some of these more fringe movements or feelings or like new whatever they might be, furry, all that kind of stuff? Is it truly a mental illness, or is it just people being bored, or people? It's a mental illness, and I think predominantly white people who are just like I have no problems and nothing to do. I want to feel special or no minority. It's a mental health issue. They're all looking for attention one way or another, and they're getting it. We're giving it to them. But thing, not everyone mental health is looking for attention. Like people with mental health issues aren't looking for attention. Like I, mean, I said, a lot of no, 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 no. I don't know. No, like, a lot of trans that's not people really just want to incorporate in society and don't want to be fucked with. Like they just want to, you know, take get their medication, live in life, go on, like perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Not like the ones who walk around like women can have beards, like shit like that. That's for attention. Like that's for attention. But you also have to assume, just to play devil's advocate, you have to assume that like they're also experiencing in their own lives. They're experiencing people come out and say like. Why do you have a beard? You're a woman, or whatever. You know what I mean. But there are plenty. I'm of... I'm sure it isn't just like no. out of nowhere that they're just like. No, I'm talking saying about all trans these people. I'm talking about. No, like I know. I understand. Men to, men to women. Like I, under, man, I understand. Like if I were to put on a dress, which which I have an issue with non-binary. They're a fake fucking thing. I'm gonna say it straight out. Non-binary is fake. That's the most attention grab thing I've ever seen. I wouldn't disagree. Like I can literally put on a skirt and say I'm a girl today, and you have to respect it. Why? No. Like, don't get me wrong, there are women who have facial hair, and that's literally a genetic anatomy. Like, that's not common. The exception is not the rule, which is, I think that's what the issue lies. We want the exception to be the rule. I keep telling people, if you want to demedicalize being trans, and it's not a mental anything, why do you guys want medical insurance to take care of it? That's just plastic surgery sure. for fun. Mm-hmm. Why should it take care of it? Why should my tax dollars, too many damn taxes. Oh, I wish we had done that. Go I, th- I think we discussed guys. this a little bit in the healthcare podcast episode that we never ended up releasing, because we needed a better... Because it was bad Focus. and boring. No, it was it was a little rambling. It was a little rambling. It was bad and boring. But don't worry, if you're interested in that at all, we are hoping to release that next season. We'll remake it. We're gonna remake it. We're gonna include Riri. We're gonna include my wife Lola. What the hell? She said her name was Lola. Whatever. Stop trying to name her. Stop trying to name black people. You racist. Okay. <laughs> trying to rename your wife. I thought we weren't gonna discuss race. Okay. 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 I'm not gonna discuss. There race. it is. So that, I'm gonna call you. What's that president's name? That's twice. That president, Andrew Garfield. <clears throat> Andrew Garfield. The other one. Just Which for some one? context, prior to this, T Thomas di- Jefferson T said we couldn't discuss race, religion, or sexuality. Discu- We're not and discussing yet, any- this entire time. I'm going to switch it up. Right. I'm going to change. Anyway, stopping right now. All of this we was will no very longer relevant. Be discussing race, sex, you're too close. Gender. You're too close. We will no longer be discussing race, sex, gender. We might discuss politics at a later time. But we're not discussing any of these things anymore. Translation, T but can discuss them. But we are talking them. about gender, though. The whole trans... T can discuss them, but we can't. T can discuss I'm about to change it. it. We can't I'm bring it up. I'm going to change the topic real quick. And then whenever we start talking about race or sex or gender or religion, I'm going to start naming random shit. Only, Let's talk about these only aliens that the government found. Anyway, can we what, talk about what, you said, what you said was very relevant to this topic Yes, yeah, it's distraction. And in a sense, mental illness is on display in this podcast episode a little bit already. So... Let's get into it. Today is about the most open mental. And mine. Huh? I think I'm most open and honest with the three of us with my mental issues. 
I'm very upfront. I have a therapist We're too. We're all very upfront. So up here, here we go. Here we I'm go. Also on a lot of drugs. drugs Why drugs, is this important drugs, right drugs, now? Drugs, so drugs. today we're discussing mental health, mental illness, mostly mental health. Why is it important? We just discussed this is pervasive in our culture, right? This is affecting everybody all over the place. Um, just to rattle off some quick stuff from I don't even know what this place is called. You better not pull out no statistics. Oh, I, you know I'm gonna pull out. I swear to God. The Mental Health America, whatever. Out. 20% of Americans experience mental health in illnesses. 20%. That's one in five. 20% admit to it. I think it might be more. I'm sure it's more. 60% of youth with depression do not receive treatment. And then for every mental health provider, there are 350 individuals in need of their care. You know That's my, one to every you know three. That's is, A lot of people have mental illness, and instead of like taking care of them correctly, they just put them in jail. That pisses yeah, me yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Cops are made to like, do like everything. Co- like, no, I'm talking about in general. Like, you could tell when someone's clearly having a mental breakdown, they just put them in jail, like disrupting the peace. Like, no, this person's having a mental breakdown. So the shooting guys I can, were having I can believe mental that. breakdowns as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, they're all mental cases. But. Yeah, like there was a guy at my job who apparently stabbed a student. No, no, sorry, he wasn't like a worker. It was just like a random guy who walked in the store. And then I remember because we kept seeing him for days. We like, well, who's this dude randomly sitting there? And then it was like, oh, we got a news alert on our phone. It was like, yeah, a student was stabbed. And I was like, mm, yeah. That guy. Yeah, that guy. That's why like he's been there for days with a bunch of bags. He was waiting. Or someone fucked with him because, you know, a bunch of rich kids are assholes. A lot of the homeless population in the United States are that's just mental home- health people yeah, who, who just slip through the cracks. Or it's veterans who have PTSD and no one, the VA doesn't give a crap yeah. about them, about and here them. we are. I told you, my dad has PTSD. Oh, people are just victimization. Yeah. Like, you know, they're the victim and they expect, like, somebody to come save them, but that's unfortunate. Well, that, that, that can never be a part you. of it. I don't know if I would complete that with no, most of the illness yeah. experienced by the homeless community. But you're saying that in general or the homeless community? I mean, sometimes, I mean, in general, not the homeless, because sometimes people, like, being homeless. You lose your job, it happens, like, you know, life happens. But I, no, think I, th- I think with homeless, it tends to be much more than that. It's like not having a family, support system. Even I, not I, family, I, I used, you just don't have support. You know, I, I used to lead a homeless ministry in Boston. Like, there was a lot of it's like, like deep mental health issues, really messed up living situations. You're kicked out of your house. Um, I'm well something, aware. something really bad happens to you. Um, alcohol, drug abuse. Alcohol, drug abuse. I, I don't think it's just people like necessarily losing their jobs. I think like there was an event or a series of events that led them to that. Yeah. But to your point, as a part of a broader like the United States, yeah, I think our mental fortitude as a country has definitely dropped. I think there needs to be this like huge like like culture shock or like wake up like something of like like Marianne Williamson. Not to get too political, she's running for president as a Democratic ticket. Um, we'll see what happens with that. But um, wait, wait, real quick. We do not support any party right now. We're being politically neutral. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Just saying that. Thank yes. you for that up. Yes. Yeah. I will say this. So she she was talking to a bunch of like youth. She's really big with the youth. And she was like, guys, you know, I don't, I don't, I acknowledge that there's mental health, mental health issues, there's mental like anxiety and depression. But there are literally women across the world right now who are fighting for their like basic rights in Iran and all these different places. Like, those are, like, real hard issues. I'm not saying you're not experiencing this change on your own. This is to the United States, people. But, like, take it, you know, take the morning, meditate, whatever you have to do, and then go out and kick ass in the afternoon. Like, you have, you know. Sometimes not, like, not more than that. She was, like, like I understand. I, I understand. She's saying, in, she's saying for the general. So, I think if you want to categorize things, mm-hmm. 
we'll say, all right, 20% according to the statistic are like deeply men- have mental health issues okay. or mental illness. So then, hold on, to Riri's point, she's saying like, there's also a lot of victimhood and I would agree with that. I think mean, a lot of people, I think it's become, it's like social contagion. It's like a popular thing now to be like, oh, I have anxiety or I have this or that. Yeah. Oh. Now, part of that is also like, all right, now we're like, now we have terms for it. We're aware of it. If you're a child and you have this like really harsh feeling inside of you and then someone says, oh, you're angry, that actually helps the child to not internalize that and to express it and actually relieve some of that anger, having the not the, the, the language for it. So I'm not going to deny that, like, hey, like maybe there's all these people who already had anxiety and already had depression because the United States' systems are all crumbling for the last, like, 50 years. So maybe now that they have the, they have the words, they're like, oh, actually, you know what? I have anxiety. I have depression. And it's like, yeah, you, you, oh, you, people always did, but they just didn't know it. At the same time, to Riri's point, to an extent, I think, yeah, there's a segment. I'm not going to put a number to it. Let's call it 20% other population who need to kind of get over themselves and need to like buck up and go out and solve their problems and do it. I'm not saying that for everybody. I say like 20%, 20%. And, oh. you, and you, you can argue on 20%. America. People no. like, oh, everything's given to you on a social oh platform. I mean, I coming, from, I coming from outside, I'm just yeah, like, tell America us is very sprawled. Like people in America, you have everything on a silver platter. Like, yeah. People are living off the states. You have sober houses. You have rehab, which is free. Mass health covers most of it. So when Not I everyone's s- on mass health and stuff, though. I'm talking from my experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what was I? I lost my train of thought. I'm but sorry. anyway, back. <laughs> um, I was saying, it's like, for me, it's, I'm still trying to understand, like, why would people end up in that situation when the government is saying, here, we have these resources, let us help you. So that's why I was like, it's more of a victimization thing. It's like, I feel like most of the people may be entitled like, oh, I deserve this, 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 that. Why is my life like this? So they just sit and you're waiting for a savior. But unfortunately, unfortunately, that's not, no savior is coming. So real quick, I'm not trying to value anything either of you are saying. But I think you guys are ignoring the fact that most of the time, not most, yeah, most of the time. I know it's like a fad now to say you're depressed or anxious. But being depression, anxiety, all this stuff, these mental issues, these are usually biological things. Chemical imbalances in your brain. No matter no much no amount of meditations that change that right. Like I took, I took a lot of classes when I was in college. I, I did a lot of majors, no, I just did two. And one of the things was psychology, and I learned because we went through the book. It was like this is how you diagnose kids with like depression and anxiety, and I was like, damn, I literally have every. First of all, I was already on medication at this point for depression and anxiety. I had almost every single symptom as a kid with depression and anxiety, and I was like. I didn't have a reason to. I really Can I interject really quick? I, I hope. I really hope you don't think that either of us are saying that you're like jumping no, on no, the, the no, depression no, 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 no. train here. I was no, on depression no. meds at one point. I was I was depressed before it was cool. Just don't say that. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's not all we're cool. saying. And we're not we're not even no, saying that the majority no. of people are like that. We're saying I'm that saying like that is there a is imbalance. A, I feel like you guys are kind of like pushing that part off. There are people who hard no, no, I didn't say that at all. And say like use that as an excuse because like. I'm depressed. I'm anxious. My, men- my mental life. health issues are almost 100% biological from my, sorry, father's side. Actually, studies show that. If and the, mother's side. Studies show that different. if a mother is anxious or has anxiety, it's very likely she'll pass she it into a child. child. Because well, mothers true. are more likely Especially to be involved when she's in a kid's well, No, like, biological, there's a thing. <clears throat> the chemical Even if the child's like a womb. doctor or something. Yeah, that's, well, we're jumping in a little bit because I was going to mention that a little bit later, the older generations and stuff like that. I did not look at that. No, that's fine. But to your point, my mother had a ton of anxiety. She won't acknowledge it. But a lot of a lot of people from the generation before us will not acknowledge. But it. not like that's all I'm saying. Like there's a, there's a lot of stigma when it comes to yeah, mental health, mental especially health. from like the older 
generation they feel like oh no they're much older and they think they don't need the help but i'm like no yeah. you do need the help you're about to be grandparents it's, you're not about to give my kids the same treatment you gave me when i was growing up those right? summers oh hell no the older generation refuses to acknowledge the fact that they have issues and the younger generation is creating issues for themselves but i kind of understand like this new generation because i love just, it for us though like as I, like as i said like if the mother has anxiety and stuff it goes into the baby so like a lot of these younger like teenagers and stuff the parents have so much anxiety. Think about, like, we're the generation that survived through, like, 9-11 and shit. Like, we've had the most, like, big the issues. Pandemic. We had a pandemic. Uh, we had, like, what? I mean, but they had easy, polio easy, easy, and they yeah. had I, all those. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. My parents did not have polio. I don't know how old this No, but. Well, it's also a different country. Different yeah, country, I'm talking about, oh, yeah. I'm talking about here in general. Well, in. Like, us. like Right, but Riri's going to say, like, her. We, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We grew up with. I had a friend who got it when she was. We're oh. in kindergarten. No, that's good. So when I met her in high school, um, she was bound to a wheelchair. But then we found out, oh, she had polio when she got to the first oh, that's grade. So sad. Be- look, be- before we move we too far to past it, it I-, I want to go back to what Riri was saying about, like, here versus there. Now, if you if you're born and raised here, as I was, as T was, like, we kind of have blinders on into like what America is, and so like relatively to other Americans, problem is that social media, like, we're we see so much of the uber wealth and the uber whatever it is in this country yeah. that it's very easy to slip into like i don't have like anything close to what these things have sure i'm doing no. so i'm doing so much worse also like people on linkedin or on facebook or whatever it is th- and then we all know this oh they're not gosh, they're, they're, they're so not gonna they're movie. not really gonna show their like bad stuff it's, it's always like oh i have this great job i have the great but even if it is though mm-hmm. so we're in this cocoon whereas if we saw like the day-to-day of like countries all over the world we'd be like holy crap y'all have where it are easy we here. Mm-hmm. and and you yeah. t you mentioned psychology like one of the things we learned in psychology and i was in college was also like maslow's hierarchy of yes. self-actualization it's like yeah. the most basic thing is like security and then okay. food and then whatever and it gets higher into like into like oh like are you do your purpose in life in the united states the bottom like four rungs are like by default fulfilled because the government will pay for food stamps or it'll pay for mass health but you and, and don't always get that stuff so I, no i understand problems. i'm saying in general like, though the requirements are strangely low i understand i'm saying in general though yeah there are way look i'll settle that with this would you rather be poor in the united states or would you rather be poor in like kenya poor in the where united you will literally states. like be in a hovel that isn't the point. My point but is, my point is, in the United, we can discuss how better off we are than people around the world in our time. But let me suffice it to say, in the United States, and this is my opinion, the first like three or four rungs of that like hierarchy are already like already like established or taken care of in most situations, and so we're worrying about like, oh, do I purpose? And, and I'm speaking, I mean, my, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for myself. I understand. Well. I understand. Even I'm speaking for myself. I'm like. I don't want to go to. I don't want to get. The, I don't want to take these jobs that I could get that are like great paying jobs. I'm like, oh, but like, will I be happy in the job? Like, who are you kidding me? My 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 wife's brother would kill for a great job right now in in Kenya. Like, he would kill for a job right now. And so like, that's the kind of issues that we can like have and worry about and whatever. And it's like if you're so if you're so focused on like your next meal or still having a roof over your head at the end of the month, you're not going to have time to worry about if you're, like, I mean, as attractive as the person down the street. You know what I mean? Like, or, or I'm, 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 that's not it. I'm not saying that's not it. Or, like, whatever it is. And even if you do have anxiety depression, you're so caught preoccupied with, like, daily concerns, 
you don't even have time to like even think about that or do that, which is in and of itself a coping mechanism because some people will do like problem, mm-hmm. yeah, problem I feel like solving. That's an individual basis thing. Like you I'm, said, I'm, that's I'm, you. Because for me, I'm constantly no. worried. Like, where am I going to live next month? Like that's literally day to day, month to month. I understand. I'm like, yo, I'm growing up. We were on welfare. We were homeless. I understand. Yeah, we can go tit for tat if you want for like five hours. Homeless for a little. My point is, great. You and your six figure salary parents. My point is, who has six? There are lots of people. You might think you're the only person who's like poor in your entire life. No. My point is, look at you. I meant you and your parents. Your parents growing up, the combined income was well over a hundred thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a so let's time. can we just leave this to bed? You keep. I'm not. It's not about you. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm, I'm not pinging you over and over real again. talk. So, our topic is personal stories. That isn't our topic. Let's that get, was the thing that Spotify our, our for subject, podcasters had. Our podcaster thing is personal. personal I thought stories. it made more sense than journalism. That reminds me. You need to put our pre-podcast podcast and other things. It's only on Spotify. Yeah, I'll figure that out. Yeah, I'll show you how to do it later. Because I have the um, regular podcast on iTunes, uh, Google. Apple. App, I listen to yeah, Apple. Apple Podcasts, the Google Podcast. It doesn't make any sense why it wouldn't. Is it because it's too short? No, you can't. You just don't upload it. It's not on the same thing. What you, it's the same thing. No, it's not. No, so I, you, I will show you. It's not the same podcast, though. So you have to set up well? individually. I said all we, we can, we, Let's do this afterwards. Radio, we can do this afterwards. We can do this afterwards. You know, we're randomly talking as we do. We we're talking about mental health in general. Anyway, I'm gonna say we also have the Riri, issue. you're black, right? So <laughs> wow, I love how according you just to me Ma- off. according to McLean Hospital and theirs, and you, you brought this up earlier about stigmas. Twenty five percent of African Americans oh, like seek I wouldn't treatment be the expert on that compared to forty percent of white Americans. You as someone who grew up as a I'm sorry, I'm I'm respecting you. You said you didn't want to discuss race, so I am not including you in this discussion. I have an issue with the white Only man 2% of psychologists are black, black people and physicians are 33% less likely to engage in patient-centered communications with, with black patients than white patients. I don't I don't know I don't, I don't know much about anything. I mean, I That's why I'm talking to someone who's black. I know more about growing up black in America stigmas than you and her combined, if I'm being real, no offense. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, I just moved. That's I'm fine. Not from, I'm That's fine. About the two of you combined. Just so everyone's aware, our audience, I am not, in fact, African-American. Yeah, we already know. Oh, did we? Because you seem to think that I think that I no, know. No, my friend was like, all of you sound white. And I was like, shut up. No, we don't. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> we sound proper. That's oh, what I said. We oh, said oh, very interesting. Said, when was little... this specifically? Because that's when you like turned and made it, like super racial for a while. No, because no, you're. I, like, I got to prove that. Yeah. That was a couple of days ago. Great. All right, here um, we go. She was like, "All of you sound white." Anyway, so, no, so it's a big we issue. Sound proper, particularly for the black community. Um, and that's what we're talking about. It again. I'm gonna twenty minutes of us talking about it, of doing that. So where are we at right now with our mental health? Do you want to start? I'm gonna talk about it. So right now we're at a, we're at a stage in like no, the black you. community. No, we're talking about the black community. We're ta- you mentioned it. We're you didn't want to. We're, we're going into. Oh, it. so we are going to discuss race. We're discussing it. We're just not discussing race. We're talking about. I'm just going to say the reason why like 25 percent of African Americans seek treatment compared to 40, because in the black community, I mean African community, I'll speak for myself. Yeah. There's no depression. That language of depression is not accepted in African household. Same. You cannot be depressed. Why are you depressed? You have a roof over your head. Yeah. Food to eat. Like, what, you go to school. You're told you clothes. need to pray. Yeah. You, like, oh, you're depressed. That means you go to church more. Oh, you're, um, oh, you're depressed. Did you eat? Oh, you're depressed. Something, something. Whatever. Like, why are you depressed? We have so many different issues going on in the black community, and then the parents just pass it on to their kids. Kids. My parents loved me. I'm well aware of that. Did they have their issues? Yes, my parents had a shit ton of issues. Like, I will be honest, I think 
I was my parents, my mom's confidant. My dad, I barely know shit about him now. Only I know about him is he's an alcoholic. And I grew up with that. I also know that's a mental illness. I grew up with that too. Yeah, like, I promise you my dad was the worst house. I'm not going to appear it, but y'all Can you stop? Don't say that. We lost houses. No, don't say that, we dude. Don't, don't invalidate her experience. I'm not invalidating anything. You are. You keep comparing the two of you. I'm not comparing. I'm sorry if I'm comparing stuff. You literally just said, no offense, but I had a way, my dad had a way Wait, worse than your dad. You don't, you no, don't even know her I don't family. I know how bad your dad was. But you said you grew up six figures. My... Like we lost. I said that about your parents. We How many times did you say her. that? No, I was just messing yeah. around with you. Oh, like we literally. <laughs> that was lost. you, bro. It was like, you we literally. Like, me too. Like, we literally lost everything so fast, and it was like, real talk. Like my depression went worse and worse the older I got, and I was like, yo, that's why I hated school. I hated school so much. So I was like, I have so many issues. That I'm going to school. I'm getting bullied. Then I'm going to a, a fancy, expensive ass high school. When we don't even have a house anymore. So why the fuck am I going here? I'm sorry for swearing. And no offense. I feel like... You I, are able to swear. This is a, it's an emotional feel, topic. I'm getting real emotional. I'm getting worked up. I need to take off my hoodie. Get hot. That's fine. It's an emotional anyway. topic. <laughs> anyway. I did just take off my hoodie as I said I was. Yeah, I shouldn't did. have to say. This is a safe space. Fenty, Fenty Savage by Rihanna. Okay. Um, Savage Fenty by Rihanna. I don't understand what you're saying or why you're saying it. So I took off my hoodie and I said the hoodie. Is that um, a... The hoodie is her brand? But I'm, no. It's not important. Yes. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep See? going. Keep going. Savage Fenty. Your depression increased over time? It increased over time. I didn't like that. Tell us about it. I have so many different medical issues. I have so many different mental issues. So I recently got diagnosed with ADHD, which was like, no shit, Sherlock. But it was nice to get a diagnosis. Hold on. Let me, let me just say... On top of let that. Let me just say before you go too much into this... I'm I'm glad you said you you're like the most open about it. Just make sure that like this is gonna be broadcast to a whole group of people who are ten followers. Yes, we're at getting some, more at some point some hundreds, more. maybe thousands. Someday. I'll be okay being known as the sad fine. one. No, that's no. fine. I'll be known as the sad one. I'm just so, looking out for you. Keep people going. People who are depressed and anxious and stuff. A lot of them. Some people are whatever. But like I'm depressed, anxious, ADHD. So you learn to like cope in different ways. My thing was humor and also apparently being very rude to people. Not on purpose. I just have very low energy. Are you projecting? No, I just have energy. I don't have the energy for people I don't want to fuck with. Oh, okay. I'm very open and blunt. So you're blaming your lack of filter on your mental health issues? A hundred percent. Because half the time, I don't even see it as that. But again, when everyone... As I told you before... Is it more like, oh, you have nothing to lose, so what the hell? I might as well. Yeah, yeah. I told you before. Something that got me was I started going on medication for different things. And like I feel like my mental health was getting better. My ADHD was getting better. And everyone thought I was sick. Because I was acting better. People, thank you. You remembered me this time. Because I, I was acting better and stuff. The fact that people associate me with this negative behavior really pissed me off. And it's like, I told you, like people associate me with being late. People associate me. I told you I was listening to a book called Dirty Laundry. And I was like, damn, I feel so offended. Because she's literally describing me right now. She was like, I'm she always. She reading it for filth. But she was, right? No, she was talking about her, yeah. her ADHD experiences. And her husband was like, yeah, like you have to get used to it when you're married to someone with ADHD because it gets hard. He was like, sometimes she'll wake me up at 3 a.m. and all of a sudden she's moved around the bedroom. Like, I have to get out of bed because she wants to move the bed around because she doesn't like the way it is. I'm like, I feel insulted. I've done that several times. My room is only so big. I can only move my bed so many places. But it's not stopped me. Uh, also, very heavy. But that depression, anxiety, as I said... I studied it when I was in college because I was an ed major, also psychology major. I did too much. That's why I burnt out real fast. Not real fast. I burnt out after four years. That's very impressive. 
Um, and like some of the things I used to do as a kid, like I was very quiet, very shy. When I did say stuff, I'd be straight to the point, very blunt. Like I was like the little black kid in a Tyler Perry movie, to be real with you. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> black kid in the, the Tyler Perry playing every single Tyler Perry movie. Uh, <laughs> the rude little girl for no reason, but real quiet. Um, I used to do stuff like I used to get overwhelmed and I used to go sit in the closet and shit like that. Or I would lay under my bed to get a break from everyone. Could you fit under the bed? I'll say this. I was severely underweight as a child. I was like, to the fact that the doctors were like worried about me. I also, it was like, he's not gaining any weight. And then one year I just gained a lot of weight. And I realized now that that was just like me eating my feelings. And then as I got older. Coping mechanism, food. And I got in high school, I developed the idea of just not eating my feelings and then I do my feelings throwing them up which is why as I said before another mental issue I have I study I suffer I suffer with bulimia I don't like the missions of people because they say stuff like Jason said to me several times before I don't believe you because if you were you wouldn't be as big as you are when, when did you, I ever you say you literally that? said to me like last time I told you um you're you bulimic could, you pause yeah. pause yes. right now real quick no not, not right now, now. Like Back last in the time day. I mentioned what, you, like you, a week or two ago like you said I am currently weeks. not eating at all and I said if that was the case you'd either flipping die or you'd be much smaller when I do eat I throw it up and I've been very vocal about I it. never said I don't think you, you have said bulimia it several times over the years, I never so contracted you, you saying you have bulimia maybe you just ignored the bulimia idea and just focused more than that or you didn't idea. say it that would have triggered something it, else in my head I say it several times because I remember I was watching this interview and it was um who's it Dim Lovato and she said she hates the idea of people knowing that she has bulimia because they always say like if you have bulimia why is she like that why is she so big and I'm like, people don't realize that bulimia has different issues with you. For one thing, my stomach's fucked up. My throat's fucked up. My teeth are fucked up. I still suffer from it. Like, the last time I had, like, a bulimic episode was, like, a couple of weeks ago. Um, that's one of the reasons why sometimes I freak out and I stop going to the gym. Because I go to the gym, I see all the people there, and then it just makes me not eat for a couple of days and throw up when I do eat. And it's like, that I know that's me. That has nothing to do with anyone else. And unlike the rest of the communities out there trying to convince the world, like, they're the issue... No, I'm the issue. I know that. And I'm working on it. That's like the only thing I have that I can't take medication for, which is so upsetting. And instead of the fact that whenever I tell my psychiatrist, like, I'm not sure if this medication's work, working, her first response to me is, are you throwing it up? Which is, like, so disrespectful as a psychiatrist. Um, I mean, but isn't they that have her to job ask. to they ask to, that? That's disrespectful. Every no, single they time. Have to ask. Is that literally not her job to ask that? She's a doctor. Every single time. I feel like that's what that goes to the other point She's where you doctor. were saying why white doctors can't work well with black patients. It's because I don't think black patients are very honest when it comes to filling out the yeah, forms. No, None of them are honest. They also like I said, the stigma. They want to be looked, oh, is this another black patient or... Oh, it's one of those. Black like, people know. get ignored and stuff like that. Or they're not taken seriously in healthcare. Yeah. I mean, that's an old no, no. fact. Yeah, we can talk about healthcare another time. I'm game for that. I mean, mental health is a part of healthcare too. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Mental health is a part of healthcare. But like, again, as I'm saying, I have so many different issues going on. So would you say that meds have made your life any better, or it's just made it, it worse? Or like, here's the thing: I'm not constantly thinking about killing myself. No suicide ideation. That's good. I'm. I either can't eat, I can't eat sometimes, and I'm still gaining weight, or I can't lose Try weight. Try some marijuana, you get the munchies. Don't no, marijuana sick. makes me very sick. Oh. I used to smoke a lot, and now when I smoke, I'm not saying smoking, so but the edibles. No, no, maybe no. <laughs> it's too expensive too. Like, and the point is, I can get weed so easily. <laughs> not worth it. 
I um, constantly thought about making edibles and just giving them to you and see. I, I was like, literally, what was it Easter? I was like, oh, I'm making dessert. My brother was like, are you making edi- making them edible? I, I used like, to drink I'm, when I used to drink a lot. It was so expensive. I told my brother, I'm not gonna drug my friend in his face. I mean, alcohol like, is expensive. My brother was like, just give them some edibles. Like, I'm not gonna. Like, first of all, I think it would make you guys real funny, but I'm not gonna do that. I would never do that. Here's he was so mad at me. My friendship would end. If I, I went to your I, family's I, house and made a dessert with weed in it. I mean, half of them would find it amusing, probably. But then <laughs> the other half would get really pissed off. Did you tell you guys? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Just like, oh, I forgot. That was my infused butter. <laughs> that type of thing. I mean, I'll you share my... So yeah, yeah, can we wander? I'll share my experience well, with... T, you feel that you, you shared your I will piece? add more later on if I feel like I need to. I'm saying I had my fair share of... I think it was anxiety, a bit of depression. Like, you know, moving from a whole different country... Like cultural shock and stuff, so coping mechanism. You know, you're by yourself for a while. So I feel like the meds make you numb. Like you have no feelings. And I think is it I low key missed crying. <laughs> like, I was like showing crying. emotions. <laughs> so I stopped taking them because I'm like, it's making me like a zombie. Like they literally make you a zombie. So yeah. and I feel like in America they're very quick to diagnose and put you on meds as t- compared to when i decided to go through therapy and also i had church counsel i mean that did help and i feel most of the times people just need to talk through their issues and just leave the meds out of it because the meds like you you're on a lot of meds i've seen your you meds. See my meds it's I have a my lot right now. you're like a walking pharmacy i am and people be asking like hey do you have this so i'm like let me check why are you giving out your meds because let's not talk about this <laughs> I would not. I let me tell. I'll tell you one thing I about. I may have given meds to people in this house before. Col- so not college, talk about college, that. I know college you gave my wife a med that literally helped with nausea because she had morning sickness. Yeah. I'll always have the medication if she ever needs it. You still shouldn't do that though. That's what my friend at work told me. Those those specific pills, whatever something that has to do with your mental health definitely don't like, give those i'm not out. giving you guys a because apparently I, I thought god was weak because my doctor's like 24 grams a day i only take 16 because like nah, I, I don't want to take that night and then like my coworker was like oh um oh can i have one of those i'm not a drug dealer i was like fuck it i don't care um i get like so much like she gives me 90 pills a month which i only take like 60 so i was like here take one and he got so high off of it and i was like i don't get it how everybody's physiology is different it's the different. same with adderall like adderall i take adderall i'm sorry i cut you off oh my god you gotta, go ahead no you, I was you done. gotta stop me because sometimes like i take i take my adderall and sometimes it gets me real hyper i'm not you just acknowledge you cut her off and then you just keep going because i said you could go on because i was done i was she just sharing my experience that was it like yeah i went on the meds felt like a zombie and i was like no she's mentally better than us first i did say my name <laughs> Oh, wow. So, yeah, I was like, um, I was in the mids. I tried it for two months. That was before therapy. And I was a zombie. Like, I could tell something was off. What pills were they? Because some meds work differently. Well, you you don't have to show the specific meds because we don't want to, like, encourage anyone to take anything specific or not. No, No, I'm just... I've, I've been on so many different psych meds. Like, I've interchanged. Like I'm at a good, I'm at like a good solid ones now. I mean, they say that for the first two weeks you feel like shit, like you yes. feel that the depression will like intensify yes. before it gets better, and that was like the worst first two weeks of my life, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. they're not lying when they say like the whole suicide ideation and stuff, and they're like, oh, 
they no. have it on the package mm. in the commercials for a reason. Oof. Oh no. That shit, when you first start new medications, it will it gets you. Like I'm on so many different I'm on medication for heart, medications for vitamins and just like regular psych meds and then gas uh, so many different medications. Yeah, but like I was saying, I mean, it's going to come because we say we're not going to talk about religion. But I think my faith also played a big part. Like, I had to do, like, some... You know, growing up in a black family, it's like, where you have to sit back and you're like, why are you actually feeling like this when, honestly, you have everything, like, anybody could possibly Mm -hmm. ask for. So, I had to, like, pull myself out of that situation. But that only came with therapy and pastoral counsel. Talking to a therapist, a pastor here, advice, talking to people, too friends sharing experiences and knowing that you're not alone i think that helped me too because i think what depression and anxiety tends to do is make you feel like you're yourself so you tend to isolate yourself and yet in fact somebody's going through the exact same thing you're going through and you can talk it out and you actually don't need the meds I think I think talking things out is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. T you and your faith you, you, you see a therapist as well, correct? Yeah. I see a therapist, I see a psychiatrist, see them all. And mm-hmm. I think I mean even T I used to do support groups as well. Yeah, T yeah, and I, I did that too. So T and I, you know, we've been on our mental health journey together for a long time. <laughs> yeah. When um, we first opened up to each other about it. Let's wh- say that. Whatever. Anyway, so and I think that's been helpful cuz uh, to to your point Riri about not feeling alone, right? Feeling like somebody else experiencing things yeah, as well and then supporting each other. So I think that's, you know, for anybody out there, even if it isn't a professional counselor, although I would definitely recommend, recommend. that. I've gone to therapy many times in the past, yeah. both for myself and for my marriage. Um, Riri said you've gone, yeah, T, said, T you, you're going currently to several yeah. people. Um, I think we all agree that it's like very, very helpful. But even if you're not going to that, I would say, choose one of your friends somebody yeah. who you know e- even if they haven't necessarily experienced i mean ideally i mean friends can be funny though i just i, I mean make sure it's a decent friend no no no, 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 no. I, I, as i was saying i was like hold on hold on so it's like <laughs> you could choose somebody who's gone through it or who's going through it because they, they would understand but at the same time you don't want to like dump more on them or them onto you than you can each handle you know what i mean yeah. so but just be wise about it it, it, there's pros and cons to going to somebody who is experiencing somebody who's not experiencing it yeah. on the, the pro side like they'll have more bandwidth emotionally probably to deal with it on the, on the flip side they won't have any like personal experience that kind of stuff necessarily but find a friend find a good friend who you can talk to things about even if you don't get like super deep about it if you just like have a buddy keep each other accountable you know whatever it is if you're spiraling, you know, reach out to them. They can help, like, smack you in the face a little bit or distract you, whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, I always need distraction. But it's always good also if you don't really suffer from it. Or if you do, to try to be respectful of other people. The other day, my brother told me, maybe you should change your curtains. That will help you with depression. If you had change more light your, your curtains. curtains. If you had more light in your apartment, you yeah, would be I mean, less. Well, that's the way he said it was kind of stupid, but... Here's the thing. I'm one of those people that... Light does kind of help, I guess. Sunlight... I don't want to use the word hurts me, but it hurts me. I sleep in the sunlight. Whenever I like, I leave my shade open so that way the sun, I see the light and I know what time it, it is. is but at the same time, it drains me. I hate going outside. I hate it so much. Well, that's one thing. I think, I think what he was like weirdly getting at was so that light. like natural light has been shown yeah. to like increase people's mood. But here's, it's, it's kind of like. It's a thing in the black community. It's kind of like exercise black as well. Black people think that there's so many different things that will help your mental illness. And it's like, like silly shit like oh um oh you're mentally ill have you tried eating ginger 
bitch, what? Have I tried eating ginger? Well, there, there, there's understandably a distrust of the medical community. Yeah, for good the black community, and also in general, because we were experimenting on. Also, exactly Tuskegee, but also more big, than that. But yeah, I understand. I was given the most prominent example. Also, big pharma, obviously. Yeah. I don't trust them as far as, oh, I, don't as, trust as them I can either. throw them. So that, I mean, like, I'm addicted to all my. So drugs. like, I go through withdrawal when I'm off them. That's right, right, not right. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's the nature of them. Some of them, but that, the point is, is that like, or I think there, there, there's a reason for it to be for us for like people to be disruptful of it. Um, um, I'll say for myself because we brought up two things like sharing these things that are be having them to talk to, but also knowing you're not alone. So mm-hmm. I just came back from. Uh, Mexico, Mexico, and oh. it was part of this uh, nonprofit. We work with youth, and this is the third time. So back in high school, the same high school that T and I went to, uh, for our senior year, because they pushed APs really hard. So like the last semester of the year, I think it was May, or no, J- June or May, one of the, one of the no, months. We, we were done in May, so it had to be June. No, our last class. No, 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 no. The last AP classes, the last AP exams were at the end of April, so May. Yeah. Most everybody had nothing to do because at that point, like, why would they teach you more if you already like got the exams? Mm-hmm. So that month for the junior class, who were the main people who took the, took those APs, for the junior class, they would have this like four week, like month long justice thing, like social justice thing, kind oh, of. And me and two other uh, classmates in the senior class we were selected to like run some of that and so one of the things that they did they sent us to a, like a conference in boston it was, like diversity and different stuff and we did this activity which was also in the movie freedom riders where basically the guy was like come to the front of the room or whatever it was to come to this line there's like it was like a hundred plus people in the room kids from all over the, the state practically come to the line if you were someone you would love to experience this and it started out like all super chill and whatever fun and then it got more intense and more intense and more intense and some of those things like i hadn't acknowledged or i hadn't like owned up to or whatever for like forever in front of other people least of all and so i was going up and like my my two classmates were surprised by some stuff i was surprised by some stuff that they went up for all this difference have happened and it was a super so we basically took that activity and i ran that activity for the junior class and this class was one of the largest classes in the school, which is not saying much. And they just, like, by the end of it, they were breaking down. They were crying. They were, like, holding each other. They were hugging. And, like, it was so emotional, so raw, but so, like, healing almost for some of them. And this class that was, like, clicky and all over the place, but, you know, different, different colors, different whatever, all these different people, different backgrounds, they, like, came together. And, it wanted, and I, this is my little whatever... I went to their graduation a year later so from I. high school, and one of them in there, uh, the, I think it was the valedictorian, whatever she was, um, she was from Iran. Her speech, she was like, um, last year, like we did this J term and this activity, and since then our class bonded more than ever before. So I, that, I, I took that. This is a long background too. When I went to Mexico for this nonprofit. You're with these kids and you're helping them like these are like kids from like suit like we can discuss our issues and what we've gone through even from botswana mm-hmm. um and maybe less so from botswana in this comparison but like these kids like rough rough upbringings rough lives rough circumstances rough situations you know violence assault like brutal living conditions all this different stuff brutal family stuff um not that it can't happen here or in Botswana, but it's yeah. like, the, 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 it was just yeah. brutal. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you're helping, like, build them up and help them figure out who they are and, like, what they're doing. 
Um, and, and most of that's just like giving them some stuff and then letting them do it themselves. It isn't a bunch of people coming in and telling them what they are. And most of the teachers are from Latin America. Um, but I introduced this activity my first year back in 2019. And we, and it wor- it went over so well. By the end of the night, the kids were like bawling and it was like super intense. And the amazing woman, I won't say her name, but she is like a 60 plus year old woman from Colombia and she was like a pastor and like and like a and like a tra- family counselor and ch- like youth counselor for like 30 plus years brutal life story and she's just like the most amazing person one of the most amazing people i've ever met in my entire life and she just like you can't just like drop a bomb on these kids lives and just walk away like she took them and she like she like cared sewed them back them. together and I she cared that. for them that week and it was absolutely beautiful and she was a huge part of that so every year since They've actually made that activity like an actual part of the curriculum on Wednesday night. So I went down again. I just got back a couple weeks ago and we did it and it happened again. The kids were like bawling. The kids from the previous year, it was so beautiful. The ones I saw from last year who were like the most crying last year and like the worst stuff, they were like leading the discussions later on with these small groups. And it was like everyone was crying. Everyone in the entire place was crying. Adults, myself included. Um, For me though, so like the whole week I knew leading up to it that I was going to break. I'm like, because I, I knew what was going to happen with these kids. I knew what like, they were going to experience and what was going to, like, happen in this activity and afterwards. That I, and I'm a father now, and I mentioned this before, like, as a father, like, I get more emotional about everything. I knew I was going to break, and that night, I didn't break, I didn't break, I didn't break. And then finally, my brother-in-law was there with me and these two interpreters, and the biggest flipping kid in this class, these are the first years, there's two classes, the first year and second years. The first year, this biggest kid in the class Big is, as in weight? Like heavy and tall, he's oh, just okay. a huge, huge kid, like kid, compared right. to everybody else. Um, and I, I, I went up to him and I, I saw he was like a little emotional, but kind of standing by himself. And I showed him my journal and I said, "Hey, listen, like, I've, I've written when I, when I, you know, I, I, I go down there. Everyone's speaking Spanish, and I try to use like mnemonic devices to remember what each kid's name is. And I showed him next to his name. I wrote leader." And as soon as you saw that, this kid started bawling. This massive kid started bawling. And I held him. This huge kid was like, I was probably the only person big enough in the whole place to hold him <laughs> properly. And I was just holding him. And he was just held him. Like, hug. Oh, like okay. he was, okay, when you said held, everybody I else. No, everybody. Like, no, no, no. Like, 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 no, I mean, I mean, it was very, it was very <laughs> affectionate. It was very beautiful. But it was, and then my brother-in-law came over with the two interpreters and something that we were offering him advice and telling him different stuff and I, I mentioned very fleetingly like oh i've had some experience with this and my flipping brother-in-law was like oh do you want to share some of that and i'm like not really <laughs> and it got like, awkward and i'm like i can and that's when i broke when i was re- so to get into my stuff similar to t you know growing up uh a lot of things were unstable you know i'm born in america very blessed born in massachusetts very blessed um, Massachusetts, because, you know, Very the state mass. gives a ton of benefits mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But born on, you know, welfare, my dad was between jobs all the time, didn't make a lot of money ever, a lot of siblings. And um, my mother went, had a lot of stress, a lot of stuff. And because nobody else in the family really understood, she would, like, bring me into her confidence about, like, our money situation and some marital issues from, like, when I was, like, six or seven and onward. So I kind of grew up. I was already very conscientious, but, like, grew up with, like, a lot of anxiety about our family, like a living situation, family situation. We were homeless for like six months. We lived in like a basement, some friend's basement on like the floor and it flooded and all of our stuff got washed away and a bat attacked us for some reason, which was fun. <laughs> a bat? 
and getting no Ebola. Because it, it, I'm, I'm convinced that like went to me first. Anyway, the point is though is things kind of flippy floppity, um, and you know we we were very blessed in that my mom was very savvy. We got to go to like independent Christian schools where she would like make a deal with the mm-hmm. principal, like hey, like I'll work in the library, and us kids got to go to I school for to free. Elementary, middle school, oh, okay. and then in high school, my sisters got uh, got paid for by this wealthy Hispanic family who loved our family, and then I got a full ride to high school. And then my, this is not important, but my my parents had a friend growing up, uh, or not growing up, but like they were young married. This wonderful woman who loved my si- my sisters. I wasn't born yet, and she died, and her life insurance policy was like, all right, it goes to these girls for their college. So my sister's college was more or less paid for after scholarships. There was no money left for me, but I I got a full ride to Brandeis, partially financially needed and partially scholastically. You have to delete that? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't care. You said Jewish school. There's only so many Jewish schools in the country. There's a ton. (laughs) You don't want to say Boston. I didn't even say we were from Boston. We've said it before. We've said it. We've literally said it like a thousand times. We live in Boston. Anyway, the point is, is that when I, Right during college, for when I was home, working a lot of jobs, different for different reasons, I started feeling suicidal. Um, I was feeling suicidal. Actually, no, this is back in high school. I was, yeah. It, right, suicidal in high school. I don't, I don't, I don't high love. High five. Fuck my high five. I don't love you, talking about any of this that much. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not an easy thing to talk yeah. about because obviously it's like judgment here and there. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't, don't want to get super into it, but like you know, just. High school sucked. I think it T, did. The T kids in high school mean. Yeah. High like, school sucked. It did. Um, and just different things. And I started feeling suicidal right before I went to college. And then um, I was like, I had a plan. I was ready to go. Sorry, this is triggering anybody listening. It's a real downer episode. Yeah. This is well. This wasn't. This, <laughs> this wasn't. This wasn't, gonna, this wasn't gonna be an upper episode. <laughs> Basically, I walked into the on-campus psychology thing department, whatever it was. The clinic whatever it was and told them how i was feeling and they basically rushed me off to mclean hospital again even in that like i was super blessed like part of it was and i don't want to i mean i already said the school name so sorry but like you all said there were there were two student suicides that year already oh I for see. different yeah. reasons it, it was it was in the news it was a big thing you jews have it hard <laughs> anyway so there were two student suicides and so the school was like we can't like we have to act now we can't let this like just go along so they like rushed me to the hospital I sent a week in an inpatient unit whatever it was and um that was like it was I think that was the first time in my life that I had it like it be even like even the process of going there like it was really hard pill for my family to swallow and they all were like anyway I think that was the first time in my life that, like, my where I was mentally was, like, accepted or acknowledged by anyone, really, and or even, my, even myself. And so, you know, I, I wasn't, like, a, fl- a switch flipped, but, like, from then, medications and just therapy and, and, you know, being aware of it. I think that's a big... But like you said, Riri, like, just being able to talk about it and, like, share it and, like, it's out of yourself almost yeah. and also knowing that other people are going through it. Um t referenced earlier support groups yeah. t and i started going when i was when we whenever we started our mental health journey together yeah. i'm like hey let's start going to mclean we don't want to bash them too much 
T went to the youth one. I went to the older one. I don't remember it that often. Neither of us, like, super... Yeah. Was it, the experience it that bad for you not to remember? I don't remember. No, 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 no. I, I, no, 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 Here's what I'll say. Here's, sorry. Here's what I'll say. It was just, it was different situations. And maybe I should have stayed with the youth. I, here's what, no, here's, here, no here was the problem. Uh, well, so. They'd be like, my mom and dad are fighting. A lot of, <laughs> so here's a problem. Here's a problem. I'm sorry. Well, that can be an issue to the, like, yes. yeah, like all our parents fight, get over it. No, T, relax. it depends T. on the extent if there's violence. My if your parents, dad's hitting your mom. T, T, my parents T, would fight T, every morning. T. My dad would never lay a hand on my mom because her please siblings would knock him the fuck out. Please don't invalidate other people's experiences. I'm not, but I'm saying like... You might they would be. Also, they would, they would cry about stuff like that. They would cry about the mean kids at school. Like, we all went through that. Get over it. That's no, life. I, uh, Everyone here was bullied at some point. At least I know I was. I was too, but people yeah. take it different. I'm a softie, so I'm not used to being in people's faces talking back. Here's the thing, but so the purpose of this podcast, the too. purpose of this podcast episode, isn't to invalidate anyone's experiences. I'll invalidate you if you don't want to get help and you're just complaining about like anyway having mental issues. Anyway, the people in my group, I'll sp- I, I spent two times in yeah. T's group, but my group. They were all, like, much older, so they were able to just, like, stay at home. Like, oh, I stayed at home all day instead of going to work. I was like, Fucking what? Like, I need, I need to go to work. Like, I, I think a lot of it was just, like, T and I came from a different background, different class, almost, to an extent. Yeah, and a lot of these people, and I think it, it just it was too frustrating, I think, for both of us. You can kind of get the sense from T and also for myself. So, like, that didn't work out for us, but we have another friend. I won't say her name, but she... And T and I have talked a lot about, about different things, and she also has some mental health yeah, she issues. Yeah, I sat in the corner, different little part things with you, and talked about it. Yeah, yeah. She went to the groups as well. She also didn't. She liked them a little bit more, but not as I mean, not as like as much most people there. But she and I actually talked for a while about starting a branch in like Boston, Boston, mm-hmm. specifically for people of like color, different sexual orientations, oh, yeah, whatever it is, so that it's less like less, less people, less for like no middle upper class white people in it seemed like they were complaining for central mass so fucking annoying. anyway not knocking anybody it was a great experience i'll knock someone great um you know it's it's hel- it's tea. helpful to those people so i don't want to knock it too much you know what and i do hate though i hate this is a new at thing. least i don't want to invalidate anyone's experiences there's a new thing going on called high functioning anxiety i hate that term because it's like oh i have high functioning anxiety i have to go do a presentation that's normal that's not anxiety. That's just you getting a little jitters. That's not anxiety. People don't seem to understand that. I think people thing is people confuse I have anxiety with I'm anxious. Those are two different things. I have anxiety is I have a panic attack when I walk out of my house. That's why I'm on medication for it. I will have a panic attack at so the you, idea of going to the door. Yeah, you're, this you're, isn't you're having a panic attack going to the door and getting on the, like freak flipping out and you're passing echo, out you're on echoing, the bus and You're train. echoing what I said earlier about the social yeah, contagion type but I'm thing. Saying, it's but popular that, it's to like say a new these thing things. now. And I feel as if when we went there. That was at the beginning stages of it. There was a lot of them talking about stuff like that, like basic shit. Well, it was the first time you experienced people talking about complaining kind of about stuff. basic shit. Yeah, because I because yeah, maybe it's because I'm in a black community. We don't really do. I actually, my parents tried therapy with me when I was a kid. Um, we went to family therapy. Did not last too long. We didn't like them being all up in our business, which is fine. Um, but I'm not trying. I am trying to invalidate people. I'm a lie. Not gonna lie to you. When people <laughs> said you have mental health issues for fun. Or it's like, I feel like it's insulting. Like, 
again how does somebody say, say they have mental issues for fun they don't say for fun but they're what like scale how are you scaling that oh i have more mental health problems with this person is it because you're taking more meds than the next no, person no so people say like they use like medical terms like i have depression or i have anxiety and to describe a basic thing like i once told someone what's this, basic elaborate more like again the whole the main thing gets me is i have i have, I have anxiety i have to give a presentation in class that's just being a little anxious for public speaking. That's not anxiety. Those are two different things. But if it happens frequently? That means you have an issue speaking. It doesn't mean you have anxiety. That means you might be anxious, but you don't have anxiety. It's like, oh, it's like people, like depression is usually something that lasts more than three months. Like I tell people, you can be depressed when someone dies, but half the time it's people just grieving. It's not really depression. Mm-hmm. Because like someone dies and they're like sad, they can't do anything. It could seem like a depressive episode, but if it lasts technically more than three months then it's a depressive episode if it lasts like a week like you're sad for a week that's not depression and then you're just sad when someone dies for a week that's not depression that's a basic response that you expect from someone you know what i'm saying but i don't think people, people will just go around saying i'm depressed i'm depressed for fun no i'm, I'm saying people get the, um people get confused like i've once heard you get mad at your sister because she said she had anxiety and he was like what she have to be anxiety about and i was like no, I don't know what she has to be anxiety about. She's <laughs> just being like, the big brother here. <laughs> He's like, why is she? Why is she have anxiety? She has no reason. I'm not gonna say her sister. I think you know which one. I think you know I understand because you guys both grew up in different yeah times. I oh my god, like lot, your that, parents. That, 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 that has a lot more to do with like saw, this family dynamics than I have. I to saw do this with. post, this video online, and did I send to you? And the guy was like, people don't seem to realize that you're not growing. You guys should have the same parents, but you're not growing up with the same parents because your parents have changed. By the time they have your sibling. Yeah. Like, you guys aren't... You guys are raised in the same household, but you're not raised the same. And I was like, damn, if that ain't true. Like, my brother was raised... Like, yes, I'm spoiled. My brother's more spoiled than me. Like, true. my mother made it a point. She said, like, her, her sec- his second birthday, she went to New York and found every single um, Power Rangers thing that they had. Everything that was out on the market. Wait, sorry. Where did she work? I don't know. But she went to New York. Oh, New York. And then she went to work. I'm she like, went to she New York. The, she worked at the toy found, store? Like, what is going on? <laughs> she found everything that was Power Rangers related that was released that year. Why did you, you go to New York? Because that's where everything was getting released. Oh, or she was in New York at the time. I don't know. But she just bought everything released that year. Like, in the market. Not, like, everything released in the store. Everything released in the market in the U.S. So my brother had thousands of dollars worth of Power mm. Rangers nonsense. Let, let, no, let's, like that's let's, a bit different <laughs> Power Rangers aside let's shift gears a little bit to <laughs> what have we used in the present or the past that has helped Drugs. without without like specifying like which specific brands are that because we don't want to like let's Drugs. be clear just like T said earlier we don't subscribe or whatever we, we, we don't, su- don't we don't support any particular candidate or party in this podcast we we're, don't support drugs. we're politically neutral we don't support or 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 what? What's the, the word? Tribute? Advertise Advertise or whatever. We're not like pushing any particular oh, yeah, yeah. medication. Also, we're not being paid for it. So, so in general, we've used medications Besides in the past and the present. Nasal yes. spray when you need it. But All it's addictive right. as well. Great. Like if you don't take, you take nasal spray every day. Therapy. For a day, your nose will like crush. Like you will not be able to breathe. Yikes. You think like you're dying. It's so bad. Therapy. Yes. Yes, we have. Yes. Exercise. Exercise. Yes. And we all go to Teeth. the gym well, daily. I mean. Well. Not Whoa! Me. Whoa. Look, at, <laughs> look at Ruby flexing all of a sudden. <laughs> no, sorry. You know, that's why I said she makes us like bumps. See, I wish you guys could see us. Riri is like fit and everything, and me and T, me and T are these like massive. You're on the way. Give them six months. People. Give them six months. Anyway. I'm giving you guys six months. Anyway. 
exercise, <laughs> whether it's every day like Riri or, every or other it's day. once or twice or every three times a week day. like me and T. He's an oval and I'm a trapezoid. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your oval? You're oval. You're oval shaped. How is that better than a trapezoid? I said no. I'm a trapezoid. I didn't say it was I it know. Is. You're basically... It's the same thing I said before. Anyway. Not a trapezoid. It's more like a, a triangle with a square on top. No, you're more like this. You're like this. What? Because you're big on the top. I feel like you're bigger. You get, That's why like, I said no, a triangle you, you with a square. You get bigger and then smaller small. and then bigger again. Yeah. You literally described me an hourglass. He's described an hourglass. But you're like a big hourglass. You're, like, you're, like, you're like a wide hourglass. <laughs> He's described a really wide hourglass. But like higher, whatever. It's not important. He called me a really fancy martini glass. <laughs> As you've said this before, you have larger chesticles than you should. That's gonna give you a more of an hourglass figure. The point is, though, also have really inpatient. What do we use in the past? Inpatient, outpatient care. I've done both. Yeah. Support groups, mixed results there. I just made, I to me, the support group. It was just like mine was where I had people who had. Suffering from alcoholism, one was self-harming and stuff. Oh. So for me, it was just more like... Um, it wasn't, like, targeted enough to, like... To it was too broad it and, like, It was too broad. And for me, I was just like, damn. I looked at them, I'm like, okay, I think I have it easy. Like, you know? Here, here's, here's so a, here's a, here's I was a, like, oh, well, I'm not depressed. No, I feel like... <laughs> here, I feel a, like if you have depressed... Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, depressed and depression. Like, you can be down and depressed. It's not the same thing. No, no. She's, like, if she, she was, like, truly depressed, that she, would not... Let's not... Yeah. Tell Riri what she's feeling Riri, or what she's I don't not know if you're feeling. Depressed. I good luck on your mental health journey. <laughs> yeah, this, that's not. I'm going to need it. Med school's can, gonna rock me hard. But let's, we can always talk about it. I'm always down talking about mental. Right, Honestly, well, this is the first time you've ever told me about your time. All right. Well, your let's, first time at McLean. I've never heard about. Before. All right. Well, let's just not tell people what they're experiencing or not. not I think what I'm Riri saying, was saying was. She was hearing people with different like verticals, like yeah. alcoholism, whatever it is, and those were different. Thank you. I don't sound like the opposite of what I'm saying. I. I said it real weird. It doesn't diminish if you have depression. People have depression for different reasons. Things, yeah. Was, it doesn't diminish your level of depression, uh, unless it was like one of those things is like I'm sad for a little bit. Right, well, it's gone. But yeah. All right. All right. All right. But if you're depressed, you're depressed. Like you shouldn't compare your level of depression to someone else's. Awesome. Like other people have depressions for other. Here's people. what I think happens a lot of these support groups, and I think what's happening here almost a little bit unconsciously is that when things like this come up. I think people, it's almost becomes a competition a little bit, and oh. especially in those support groups, people want to be like. I have it the worst, and then everyone feels bad because then like you either feel like you're not as bad as somebody else, or yeah. you're worse, or you're like, oh, I could say something, but if I do, then it's like exposing that or whatever it might be. I think it goes back and forth, and um, I yeah, I think that that's part of the that's part of the issue with those support groups, yeah. um, to an extent. What so shifting gears a little bit from like official let's say things to a more like what strategies or coping mechanisms do we utilize healthy or unhealthy some examples i have here are like eating comfort food that's going to be me drinking alcohol that's not me now that was me like Same. at the end of college post post college i was drinking a lot ended up i got yeah. a huge tolerance it was also super expensive so i stopped cold turkey it had no issue which surprised a lot of people um yeah. doom doom scrolling just like Social media is like... I think that's more depressing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not necessarily like Facebook and other people. I'd be like stories or... Well, yeah, videos, like that. Even just like stupid things that you're just like... I just wasted like an hour watching fail videos. Or pimple popping videos. Yes! Oh, ASMR stuff? 
No, you know what I got really into? Is that what I'm, a... Hold on, Paul. Can you guys help me with this? Is that what ASMR is? It's like pimple popping, like cleaning up, no, like ASMR driveways? No, ASMR is just the sounds. It's just the sound stuff? Yeah, like if I'm like, we're going to do this. All right, you're going to... I thought, I thought it was also sounds. like dry, like cleaning like driveways and stuff. It, the sound of it, not the actual thing. All right. So like the, so that, that kind of it's stuff. It's like territory sure. something something something. So that kind of stuff. Playing games. Yeah. Um, I got really into video games. I was always sleeping. Video games. Sleeping a lot. Sleeping yeah. more than yeah. And then problem focus coping, which um, my thing was throwing up. Is probably and <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> Believe And and what I and problem focus coping, which um, I do a lot. Um, also shopping. Shopping. I'm also shopping when you know shopping. you don't have money but just looking to yes. spend it because you're like you know what I might as well last time I got really depressed when my mom died what did I buy Jason you remember what I bought Jason shoes no I bought a PS5 <laughs> you use it though yeah I use it occasionally occasionally okay. occasionally yeah not as much as I wanted to I don't have time which, for that. which of the I mean are there any of these you guys can see this right not eating are there nothing. any of these no 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 I'm sure we've all done these I'm saying are there any of these that you do currently that you're trying to do less of? I'm trying to. When do. you say it, can you say it? Over Not there? eating for me. I don't eat as I should. What is so, as you should? I probably eat like a meal a day. That's normal. No, it's not. No, it's I not. I do that occasionally. It's not. It's normal. not normal. Like I'll avoid breakfast. You just said you have lunch. anorexia bulimia, and yes, someone's I, saying, "Oh, I, I do the same thing." You're like, "That's normal." No, it's not. <laughs> Not normal. I know it too. Everything T is saying is just like, "Hey, I have mental illness. I have mental illness." Just like it, it's not normal. I, I'll eat at work, and I only reason why I eat at work is my coworkers force me to eat. When she's not there, I do not eat. So she's well aware. Like if I don't eat at work, I don't eat at to home. To close the loop on whatever I you think <laughs> I said, I said nothing compared with to do with your anorexia or whatever. You said I literally don't eat, which I take. I, I took that at face value, which is like. Oh, for a whole week, I don't need them. Like, you either would die, or you would like rapidly lose weight, and then as soon as you start eating again, which you which you you verified, you, you know rapidly gain weight. Because I've done like I've, you know what? I've done I don't this myself. Gain weight. I, I maintain weight. That's my thing. I maintain weight. I don't lose. I don't. Gain then I asked I you what you ate when you do eat, and you're saying like cheeses and breads and and ice, and ice cream. And, and I'm like, I dude, that's the problem. That's sugar. Sugar. It doesn't it matter. That's still the problem. I throw it all up. And I, I when I was younger, I used to throw it up and take laps. Anyway, so it sounds like any way I could. It sounds like eating isn't really on either of you guys' thing. If anything, you should be eating more. more really. yes. I should be eating more. Yeah. I you know be that. Eating more. I'm just going to bring you food randomly. Do any of us even drink? <laughs> I don't drink anymore. Do any of us even I do. Drink? I drink socially. Yeah, same. But how often? I don't, I don't keep alcohol in my place because it will be gone by the end of the week. Like, I have no discipline. <laughs> but how often, As, you, how often are you going out with friends and drinking? I mean, it's the summer, so every weekend. I'm going to say, according to your, your TikTok. TikTok, a lot. <laughs> oh. According to your TikTok, every she's weekend. a celebrity. I don't even know what the fuck her life is. What? <laughs> I don't know what your life That's is. That's not true. That is not true. I only have like 100 followers on TikTok. It looks like TikTok. one of those Kardashian videos that just randomly I only have 100 followers like, on TikTok, so that's not true. I'm no celebrity. It's fine. Let's not shame Riri for her life. I'm not shaming anything. I'm just like, what is this double life? For me, it's not double life. <laughs> Did you see the video? She's a med student. She plays hard and she's she works hard. Or like, as a backwards, she works hard. Photo shoots and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is she's you connected doing? to the or random promotion, whatever. I used to do. I used to be in the nightlife. You do know that, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you are those lately post videos? Or are you posting them now? Because I was like, oh, what did she post? I look and just videos of her like 
getting pictures taken with a bunch oh, of Oh, that people. was a photo shoot I had. Right? <laughs> what is this like? I will say this. For every birthday, Riri has all these, like, professional photos taken. I'm not sure that's an African thing. I don't think it is because my wife doesn't do that. I don't know if that's just specific to you or Maybe to you Botswana. No, it's very, it's very, it's, I mean, it's, it's great. Like, it's awesome, whatever, I mean, but. are different places. That's something you I just about. send them. Oh, that was the one I said. <laughs> For me, for the for these, I'm not. I'm, it's awesome. It's. I'm not trying to like, for me, I would say doom scrolling. I think especially recently, I'm under a lot of stress because of which we won't discuss now. But like yeah. eventually, like work stuff and that kind of thing. Yeah. But I've done a lot of like just doom scroll, like stupid, like or just watching like YouTube videos upon YouTube video on YouTube video. A lot of it like good stuff, like news and whatever it is. But also a lot of it is like, oh, accidents on the road or whatever. Like it's over and over and over again. Not like just brutal stuff, mm-hmm. but like whatever. Just. There's just, there's just so many good so much good content. Here's what's sad. There's so much like comedy on YouTube. And you a lot really of it a lot of it's like funny. I just don't laugh though. I which is interesting. My YouTube Maybe like, it's not that funny to me though. Like the little the little YouTube shorts. Mines are like all over the place. Like sometimes it'd be like a little anime be like, Oh, so cute, ha 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 And they'll be like, This person was killed three times or some nonsense. Like this person was murdered, brought back and killed again. And it's like I need in between like what's happening hold on so which of these do you do now that you want to do less of all of them yeah like, everything i do i want to do I less need of. to eat more and stop the scrolling just, like i I'll need delete to, I need social to eat media less. and bring it back on because i like I, I think i'm addicted to my phone same we all are everyone's addicted to their phone nowadays it's everyone not, says they're not, not healthy it's because right, it has so everything we need in our pocket we already discussed some of the stigmas in terms of race and and Africa and different things. Oh, I do have something I want to say. I want parents to stop using their kids as therapists. True. In general. If yeah. you are a parent, do not use your kids as True. therapists. Please yeah. don't. Because I know that my parents did, not intentionally, but you just told me your mother did too. And it's like, maybe that's something parents just do. I know my grandmother did too to her kids. I think people need to stop, first of all, generational issues. So don't do it to your kids. Yeah, people because there's no way you kids. can relate a 14-year-old and a 36-year-old like... I don't think parents know they're doing it when they're doing it half the time. That's yeah. me. I think it's just like, I'm just going to sit there, hold my child, and tell them about all the issues going on in my life. Like, oh, we're going to lose our house. Like, Can you imagine T being held at 14? I mean, I wasn't, but yeah. No, because you're big. Yeah, why do you say held at 14? Why do you say you, that? You just said holding your child and saying all these things. I mean, like kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, people like talking talk to your child, holding your child, and telling them that. Yeah, I tell yeah. people I was one of those kids that was like silent and listened. I'd be, I didn't fuck with other kids. I couldn't stand kids. They got on my last nerves. Um, they were also annoying and childish. Like I'm okay with some childishness, but like I was okay with the old people. Like I would just sit there and listen. I was like that kid. I have a little cousin who's very similar. They're like, oh, what do you want to do? Mm, I want right, to right. play rummy and yeah. Eat T and I were very tea. similar growing up. Um, <laughs> I'll say that like in the workplace super uncomfortable bringing these things up or even sharing you can't do it away. um you can be seen as less of a person or less of a man um true i mean that's why the suicide rate oh my god we're talking males. about masculinity and um mental health and men no we're just bringing we're just it up bringing it up oh so we can talk about mental health and men men are allowed to show emotion and They're that creates them like holding shit in and then people's like oh you're okay, more likely okay. to commit suicide i think we mentioned this in the masculinity so episode in but the, like yeah. men with men are more comfortable sharing these things yeah. than the women because women are the. If you tell a man like, oh, like if you literally tell a man like if you, um, I mean, we're bad examples because we're like much more with it. But like in general, if you have a dude in general, in general, 
if you have a dude with a dude and the dude's like hey i'm going through a lot right now da, 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 da. oh guys like hey like that sucks let's go distract you or let's go like figure it out yeah men are if a he, lot if better if he goes to a woman and says that she will tear him down potentially like and why that's a why huge are you generalization that? something, something get together isn't together yeah or like, or, or, I said, or his so thing, maybe or his, their partner because it's different or I have a partner a, i have more outside i have yeah. more guy friends maybe it's because you're not from here are your friends from here too some are yeah maybe it's like a different environmental thing because like I know a lot of black community here, like, for example... No, 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 Riri. People who are... No, Riri said yeah. it's the same. She's yeah. like, no, I thought she said maybe it's just who the person is, right? Is that what you're saying? Cause I know- like, it depends, because honestly, I have a guy friend, and I usually have a friend who just got out of, like, a whole mental... And, and I could yeah. rehab type of thing, but, like, he found it comfortable to share that with me, and I didn't in no way put him down, because I've had well, that experience. Because well, you're you. That's, that's yeah. different. You're... <laughs> That's again the exception is not the rule. When the guys (laughs) go to these girls, it's like you already know who you're dealing with. Yeah. So like I don't. You're just setting yourself up for failure. I feel like when guys. I think because in general, at least with straight people, like they'll start. If you have a dude and a dude and they're both straight and they have no interest in each other, obviously, there's less at stake versus a man and a woman. If they're in a relationship, or if he wants to be, or they want to be relationship, whatever it is. And they've done they've done studies on this too. It's like. A man crying, like, well, actually, I mean, Turn his women off. well, it goes, the statistics weren't perfect. The studies weren't conclusive. Really? Like, it can go, it can go, it can go either way. Um, some women find it, like, attractive or, like, in, in terms of a long-term relationship. That's a other women push. are like, other women are like, no, this is not, this is not what I want to, I want to yeah, do. Yeah, no, women don't like so, that. So, anyway, and then as we had mentioned before, older generations yeah, I'll don't I'll understand. I know, in, I know in the black community, like, I've seen men cry and women just start black women start tearing them down i'm not bashing black women they'll start tearing them down or black men will call them faggots like why are you acting like that like that's some faggot behavior acting like a female because like if a guy will tell why them like i yeah like i'm like a bitch acting like a fat all this shit like i've seen like guys like a mitchell and, like i was molested as a child and was like oh gay and it's like get your shit together like it's toxic it's toxic which is an issue oh just keep going oh yeah it's toxic it's an issue um but it's something that we just need to work on together as a whole community and whole i feel like we're getting better as we get on even though there are a lot of people who are faking mental illness for the clout there are people who actually have it and a lot more people especially in the black community and communities of color i hate that phrase are (laughs) being more open about it and actually discussing it, getting medication, getting help, seeing therapists. Because, like, I told my coworkers, like, I'm on medication, I see a therapist. And they're like, why are you seeing a therapist? And I told them, like, my therapist. And I said my therapist's name. And they're like, why are you seeing a white woman? What is a white woman going to do for you as a, as a therapist? You need to see a black man as a therapist. I was like, you make no damn sense. I mean, I can I say the reason? Because when I was just yeah. picking my therapist, I was like, I want a woman of color because we could yeah. relate more. And then the reason why I dropped her, because it was more of, we were clashing with my faith. Like, you know? Okay. Where I was believing for something, and she was looking at the math and the timeline, and she's like, yeah. "It's not going to happen," and it did happen. And yeah. I sent her a text, and I showed her, "I'm like, hey, look, you know," and she's like, "Oh wow, what? Like, you know, it's like, oh wow." I'm like, "Oh, it's a miracle, you know." Yeah. And I had to drop her because I'm like, you know what? She's not that she's a bad therapist. It's just yeah. that it was a class. We weren't we weren't clashing, so I was like, "All right, if I'm gonna get a therapist, at least let me get a faith based therapist." Yeah. yeah, I think what is a lot of times people go for therapists based mainly on aesthetics. And that's what it sounded like you were doing. It like, wasn't aesthetic. It was aesthetic. more person, like, like oh, they we could relate more. Because I'm a black woman here. I'm an immigrant. She's a black woman, an immigrant in healthcare. 
They're usually so, the most judgeable people, judging people. People who are like in the same thing as you, when you go for someone who's just like you, they're the most She's judging. a therapist. There's no way she can be judgmental. No, like, they, they come off that way. That's the issue. That's the reason why I stopped seeing black men therapists. And now I started seeing a gay man therapist. Same thing. And he gave me stupid advice. So now I saw an old woman. I won't lie. That didn't work out. That was bad. Because she didn't understand a word I was saying. She was like, oh, okay. Old white lady. And now I'm with a young white lady. And like, it's it's all about like the chemistry and the person. Because I don't want someone who's on judgment. I just had several white dudes and it worked out for me. <laughs> That's because you're a white man in America. I'm a white man in America, baby. Uh, anyway, so in the words of that, that white, black, rapper, rapper logic, we're going to talk about the suicide hotline. So before we go, we just want to mention if any of you are experiencing mental health issues, specifically suicidal ideation, please call, is it called 988? Yeah. Please I call like 988 that. and that will suicide send you to the suicide so hotline. Yeah. There's, a whole there's also Samaritans. Um, how do you freaking... Don't be afraid to ask for help. You can talk much. to someone, peer text, like, find support, and yeah, book yeah. a workshop. Oh, I know. That is 988. Sorry. So call 988. Mm-hmm. Call or text 24-7, and they'll get the help that you need. Please, um, please love don't you guys. feel like you're bothering anyone when you tell them about your mental issues. No, that's, you're not bothering. That's my main thing. Please don't feel that way. But be discerning who you talk to. Exactly. Yeah, know who you're talking to. Read your audience. Love you guys. Um, hope you have a great oh, rest of the week, and that you're taking care of yourself. Not just physically, but mentally. And unresolved issues. I didn't... See you on the next episode. Unresolved issues. I don't know how to... We didn't say that in the episode at all, did we? No, we didn't. Yeah, this this has been unresolved issues. We didn't do introduction. We did an introduction. No, we did for the pre-podcast podcast. I said T. For the pre-podcast podcast, right? No, that was actual... It's not important. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.